0: Paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs. Man, those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh, and this is Fobs, and this is the Kickback Pod.
1: Yo, welcome back. We are back once again. The Kickback Pod, I believe, episode 38. And in this episode, we're going to be getting you guys ready for some big days coming up in the sneaker world. We got Sneakers Day. We got Yeezy Day. We also got the Jordan Fall Preview. We'll go through some of those shoes and just, you know, as usual, we're just going to be talking shoes, man. And shout out to let's, you know, I want to start off, first of all, by giving a fan shout out to no one in particular, but to all of the new fans that we've recently got i've been checking out the analytics i've noticed the last three pods there's been a pretty big jump in listeners so shout out to all of the new recent listeners you guys are all this week's fan of the week and now um, moving it to my man oh i sound like a fucking news reporter <laughs> over to you fobs <laughs>
0: what up what up what up um Yeah, no, shout out to everyone. I also want to say at this point, episode 38, we now officially have more episodes than Michael Jordan has signature sneakers. Boom. How about that?
1: Oh, shit. But man, (laughs) that guy's still pulling in the money. You know, he's still like the world's number one paid athlete and he doesn't even athlete anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, his royalties with Jordan Brand and Nike are off the charts. So we might have caught up in terms of episodes versus signature shoes but we definitely haven't caught up in terms of net worth or income but who knows give us another 35 years and maybe we'll get there <laughs> we'll see now but how are you doing man how's how's everything going
1: bro man i've just been um like usual man just honestly really really enjoying the summer so the drake album right the drake album planted like an inception seed in my head so I was never really a house music guy, right? But like, I'm listening to this Drake album every time I listen to it. You know, I'm just instinctively moving my body around. I try every time I listen to it in the gym. I'm like starting dancing, and people are watching me and shit. And I realized I'm like, you know what? I need to give this house music a try. So I've been lately just like going crazy listening to different playlists, discovering DJs, and also (laughs) um, even though I've been living in Berlin
0: and and Sissy Force just going to clubs. Uh, lining up to Berkeley exactly Sissy man. <laughs> so
1: dude, so exactly, so like I've, even though I've been living in Berlin for like not five years, I never really cared much for like the whole techno and like house scene here because it was never really my kind of music, but this year, man, every weekend I've been hitting up like a different techno club in Berlin, and I've just been like vibing man, so I've, I've nice. been really uh, take, really been taking advantage of uh summer in Berlin, everything's open. People are back to normal. Yeah, man, loving it. And it's it's been a, it's definitely been a house and techno heavy uh, summer so far.
0: What's and been your favorite uh, club that you've been to?
1: Uh, you can't be Sisyphus. Sisyphus just has a vibe because it's got that like outside. Oh, and people on the <laughs> people listening right now are probably like, "What are you even talking about?" Because we do have a pretty <laughs> worldwide audience. So I recommend all you guys to come to Berlin if you guys are into partying, into clubbing. Man, the, the the clubs here, first of all, they open on like a Friday afternoon and they close Monday morning. And you can literally sleep there. You can literally sleep at the club. They give you breakfast in the morning. It's literally people go there, spend days partying. That's how nuts Berlin is. So I definitely recommend you guys check it out. If you're you, Going back to your question, a couple of my favorites got to be Sissy Fuss and... Um, I do, I do like a, a bit of like reggae vibes every now and then. So I do like yam club as well. Okay, nice. Yeah, so that's pretty much been my summer, man. What about you? How have the last few weeks been for you?
0: Man, I am getting older. I am feeling very creaky. Yesterday, I worked out two times in one day. I went to Beat 81, which is this high-intensity interval training class in the morning. And then I went for a run in the afternoon with a buddy of mine. And I felt great, you know, I was like, oh, you know, young guy, you know, summer body, whatever, like summer 23, because obviously I'm not there yet. <laughs> and I felt, really, I felt really fit. I felt really good. And then now I woke up the next day and my hamstrings are killing me, my hip. I'm sore in places where I didn't even know I had places. So I think I was a little bit overexcited yesterday. And it's kind of put me in my place a little bit maybe i need to do a little bit more yoga a little bit more stretching and then the two days will work but no I'm, i'm just trying to do a lot of sport like you said it's been a really good summer almost too hot but that that's the nice thing right you can go outside you can do things i'm actually doing something really really crazy this weekend i'm going skydiving if the weather permits it on saturday no
1: bro yeah that sounds insane have you done that before
0: No, no, no. This is my first time. So Hannah, my new wife, I I actually, I don't know if we had an episode since I got married. I think we did, but I got married and my wife for my birthday uh, gave me a coupon or like a, like she paid for me to go skydiving basically, because I've been talking about it saying, you know, it's on my bucket list. You know, I'm a thrill seeker. I want to chase that adrenaline And she was like, you know what, put your money where your mouth is or better, you know, put my money where your mouth is and actually walk the walk, don't talk the talk. And so she bought me a skydiving session, basically. Not on my own, obviously a tandem jump, so I'm jumping with an experienced skydiver. And I'll be honest with you, I am really looking forward to it, but I know that in the moment, once I'm in the plane and strapped to this guy or woman, whoever it's going to be, I am going to be so nervous and shit cuz I'm scared of heights. So I I'm looking forward to it, but on the other hand I'm I'm pretty freaked out too.
1: Bro, I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. You know, like forget being on the plane, just the thought of being in the air with the door open, like I've never seen an open door on a plane, all right? And the door is <laughs> open, the the sky is right there and you're supposed to jump out. Dude, Dude I don't know, man. Like I, I it sounds so scary.
0: I'm jumping from 4,000 meters, which is four kilometers, right? I don't know what that is in feet, but times it by three or a little bit more than three. So I'm jumping from around 15,000 feet for you Americans. And I think you drop for a solid minute before they pull the parachute. So, you know, (laughs) yeah. And so a minute, like you, you think a minute isn't that long, right? But you are dropping for 60 seconds. And imagine 60 seconds when you're doing something that you might be a little bit uncomfortable with is a long fucking time. So it's gonna, it's, de- it's definitely going to be a, an exciting adventure. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. I've wanted to do this for ages. I've wanted to go bungee jumping, skydiving, all of that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm very happy that I'm doing it, but I'm also very aware that I will be freaking out when I'm actually jumping, you know? And I was watching this reel actually, just to finish off this story, I was watching this reel of a guy who went skydiving and he was so scared that he passed out and then the dude woke him up as they were like gliding to the, to the ground and he woke up and basically woke up in the middle of the sky and freaked out again and almost passed out again. So I'm hoping oh. that that's not gonna be me.
1: Man, that's gonna be the longest 60 seconds of your life. That, that sounds, that sounds nuts, man. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's cool, man. Definitely. uh, Are you planning to take some, some like video footage or something?
0: So you can pay extra, but it costs like a hundred euros just to get like a photo or some video. So my wife is going to take some videos and photos from down there as I'm dropping, but I'm, yeah, I, I'm doing it for me for the experience. I'll tell people about it on the next episode and on Instagram, but I, I wasn't going to pay 100 euros extra to just have, like, a video of me probably crying or screaming my eyes out.
1: I'm definitely hyped for you, man. That sounds dope. Uh, let's uh, – so so, as usual, we're going to go through what we've been wearing lately. I'll tell you what I've been wearing, man. Just pretty much Adidas. I feel like I've turned into one of those geezers, you know, from the UK. <laughs> like, these dudes who are just rocking gazelles and sambas. Uh, Pretty much all I've been rocking lately are Sambas, Gazelles, and uh, also my Adidas Bad Bunny, like the Response uh, CL. I feel like those are the shoes I've been just going to over and over again. Like maybe, I don't know, my fashion or style has kind of evolved a bit where I don't really like the very chunky sneakers anymore. And I like the more very slim, super narrow type of shoes like like the Sambas are. Uh, but yeah, man, like I've, I've just been, that's just been like my default go-to lately. Um, so pretty much, yeah, that's what I've been wearing. Adidas. What about you?
0: I mean, you've invested quite a lot of money. I mean, you got the Gucci ones, right? So it makes sense that you're kind of getting your, your money's worth out of those shoes. And like you said, and I've seen a couple other people mention as well that Adidas gazelles and these kind of court classics for Adidas, uh, are making a comeback, And it's it's cool to see because they're solid shoes, they're super easy to combine with different pieces, you know, whether it's shorts, pants, baggy, skinny, whatever. So definitely, definitely uh, liking you wearing those. I have been wearing my super beat-up New Balance 990 V5s a lot, my triple, like whatever, not triple gray, but like the gray New Balances, because, I don't know, I've been wearing, over the last couple months, I've been wearing a lot of different shoes and, you know, I'm I'm someone who always ends up defaulting back to the same, maybe two or three pairs, you know, when I get comfortable. And I have to say that the 990s, there's no shoe that's more comfortable to walk around in, especially if you're doing a lot of walking, you're on your feet a lot, which... Obviously I have a desk job, so during the week I'm not but I try and get out, I try and move, I try and walk even if I'm not doing sports. and the 990s are so good. The only problem is that I've worn them so much that they're pretty beat up the The suede is just all like old and, and stained because I've worn them biking in the in the rain I've there's holes in them, not like on the outside on the upper, but inside on the sock liner. So they're nearing their end and I think this is m- me giving them like a last hurrah kind of like a last you know, summer of the 990, giving them some love before I then, you know, either throw them away or try and upcycle them. I've been thinking about making them into a tabby toe. So like cutting, you know, cutting into the toe box and separating them because I've seen customs like that on Instagram and I think it's pretty cool. And I mean, they're beat up anyway, right? So if it ruins them, it ruins them. But I thought it'd be kind of a cool thing to try out. But I'm not going to do it myself. I'm going to see if somebody online, maybe in Berlin, like a customizer, can do it. So if anyone listening to this knows of a good customizer, please let me know. But yeah, that's basically what I've been wearing. A lot of yeah, same old, same old. I know that have you have copped a
1: lot of in, Have have you copped any of the like Teddy Santas nine nineties? Uh, there's been like what eight colorways that have dropped so far. Have you copped any of them to to add to your nine ninety collection?
0: And there's been quite a lot that I really like. Like, we'll talk about this one later, but there's a red pair coming. I really like the purple pair that dropped. I like the first one, whatever it was called, like the gray, not the gray haze, the, the, the gray, like the really furry gray one with the green mesh. I thought that one was really Mm -hmm. nice, but uh, I don't know, man. New balances are so expensive. And we talked about this last episode with everything getting more expensive, cost of living going up, like. I don't know, man, I can almost get two pairs of shoes for that price, you know, or one and a half, really. And so I'm thinking twice, definitely. And I think what I'll do is I'll buy a pair of Teddy Santas general releases when I see a colorway that I, I have to have. And all of them have been nice so far, but none of them have been like, oh, you gotta have this. And so I'm happy not having had bought any yet. Stuff like that, but anyway, we are getting a little off track. I wanna know what do you have picked up in the last couple weeks?
1: So I've picked up quite a few, and before I go through this list, I just wanted to clarify to you guys, all of these shoes that I know every week we talk about a ton of different pickups. I'm sure you guys know I don't really keep a lot of them in my personal collection. I I do make YouTube videos, so I do cop a lot of sneakers just to make YouTube videos. If there are shoes that I keep for myself, I will, of course, I will make sure I'm more clear about that in the future. Like, okay, this shoe I'm adding to my personal collection. So you guys will definitely know but uh, I did pick up quite a lot of shoes in the last couple of weeks since we last recorded the first one and I'm gonna give you props for this fobs the air max one Casina. so I got both the colorways from the sneakers app and you put this shoe in your top five of the year so far and I didn't really understand it because I personally hadn't even <laughs> seen the shoe um, but after receiving it in hand I totally agree with you like it's it's such a nice pair of shoes, man, and I love the whole storyline behind it. Uh, how it's inspired by like these wooden ducks, and the colorway is nice, and of course the quality, insane on both of the pairs. And I like all those little extras you get, like that keychain. Um, I thought it was definitely one of the top releases of the year, so very very pleased with that one. I like that orange one the best personally. Um, then what else? I got these Teddy Santis 990 V2 Sea Salt. So, so far out of the, so there's going to be 16 total, uh, Teddy Santa shoes that I will be releasing this year. We've gotten around eight or nine so far for me, this is like the best one out of the eight that I have released so far, at least in terms of like personal preference, I really like this colorway and I'm not used to like having all leather nine nineties, but these are like pretty much one of the first nine nineties that I really, really, really first 990 V2s that I really like. Uh, so those th- so those were dope. Also, I got for the first time I managed to pick up a pair of the New Balance 9060. I got the Joe Fresh Goods collab. So this shoe did release two months later in Europe. So that's why I picked them up kind of late. Uh, and I did manage to get them. And damn, talk about another shoe of the year contender! It has to be this. Like the suede on this is insanely soft. Like it's just butter, butter soft. And I do, of course, like the colorway quite a lot, inspired by, like, some cookies from that are native to Chicago, I believe, called Penny Cookies. Uh, And, yeah, really, really, really nice colorway. Another, wow, this is, like, really like a New Balance pickup week. I picked up also the 2002 R by Up There store, which is the first time that New Balance has collaborated with an Australian store. And one of the cool things about this collab is that on the tongue, Instead of it saying New Balance USA, it says New Balance Australia on it. So this store, up there store, they actually managed to convince New Balance to remove the USA from the tongue, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, And definitely a first time we've seen something like that. Uh, The colorway is like kind of whatever. Like I'm not really that into the colorway, but I do like the shoe overall. Like it's nice quality and and all that, but probably not going to be keeping that for myself. I did... (laughs) Probably the funniest pickup of the week for me, which actually just arrived today, are the red colorway of the Wales Bonner Sambas. Uh, And it's funny because I didn't even know I purchased this. I purchased this on Saturday night while I was out clubbing, like I mentioned earlier. And when I woke up in the morning, I checked my email and it turned out at like around 4.30 in the morning, I had purchased these and I didn't even remember purchasing them. But I'm glad I purchased them because they are sold out everywhere in my size. So, And I really did want this red pair. So yet another Samba added to the collection. And this is, by the way, my personal collection. So I will definitely be rocking those. Um, And then you already mentioned the scarlet. So the red colorway of the 990s uh, V3s. Uh, basically another teddy Santis release i actually just got those today somehow managed to get them early they're actually releasing on the 28th which is the day that you're listening to this pod but i did manage to get them early and as usual quality butter on this i'm not like someone who's really really into like burgundy color shoes so um, not my favorite colorway, but I do really appreciate the quality. Teddy Santas has been absolutely killing it with his work so far. And last thing I wanted to mention, major, major shout out to Social Status out there in Pittsburgh. Shout out to you guys for sending me both colorways of the Air Air Max Penny Ones. Wait, are they called the Air Max Penny Ones or just the Air Penny Ones? I think they're the Air Penny Ones, right? Yeah okay yeah right the air penny one so i got both colorways of the air penny one collab with social status and these are super super hard i'm don't even have that many basketball shoes in my collection so it was really nice to get a pair and they come with like each pair comes with like five different swooshes one came in a nice um, uh, photon dust colorway and then the other one you have that traditional orlando magic colorway both super hard. Shout out to Social Status. You guys have been killing it on the collabs and thank you for those pairs. Yeah, quite a lot of pickups this week. And I see that you also got quite a few pickups, man. Go for it.
0: Yeah, so I actually got some very, very nice shoes this week as well. To start things off, I was gifted a pair of Puma TRC Blaze, the triangle. So. These are pretty dope because they're an OG Puma silhouette when the Puma Trinomic cushioning was just taking off and the shoe's pretty dope. It's I'll post a link to it in the show notes. It's more of like a 90s runner kind of vibe. And I feel like Puma sometimes can be a little bit underrated. I think, you know, a lot of stuff they do is Maybe not super hot, not super hype, and, you know, maybe some of it isn't that great either, but they do have a lot of great shoes, and this is definitely one of them, so if you're looking for a sleeper pick for the summer, definitely check these out. Then I picked up a pair of the Union Nike Cortez in that blue colorway. I know I've talked about the Cortez and my love for that silhouette quite a lot on this podcast and on Oshuan in German, if you listen to that too, and... I didn't get the pink pair because I was traveling when they dropped. I know they're still in stock in pretty much all sizes all over the internet. and I could still grab them. But then I saw that the blue one was releasing pretty soon, aka now, and thought, you know what? Why not get those? I like those better. They're a more wearable colorway in my opinion. They fit clothes better that I have in my closet. So yeah, pick those up. I'm actually picking them up two days, so as we speak. Then I got a pair of the Social Status Nike Air Max Penny 1. You are right. They are the Nike Air Max Penny, not the Nike Penny. Um, I got them in the black, blue Orlando Magic colorway. Shout out, Mark. Shout out, James. Shout out the whole Social Status and Whitaker Group team. I really, really appreciate you holding me down. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen, as Josh said, it comes with a lot of removable or replaceable swooshes, all kind of inspired by recess and the games that you used to play in recess. So whether that's baseball, tennis, uh, basketball, American football, dodgeball, all that kind of stuff. So each swoosh has a different color and material that is basically related to one of those sports or one of those games, which is really cool. I love the storytelling behind that. And I think social status uh, is one of the retailers that is leading. I mean, they're Nike Dunk mid or nike dunk social status was probably one of the better storytelling of the last couple years in my opinion and this one is right up there with it so i got a pair of those and then i got two special pickups that are kind of for me and i will be revealing more on that later but i got a pair of the stussy nike air force one lows in black and a triple white nike air force one um obviously classic colorway of a classic sneaker and a dope colorway of one of the better, most recent Stussy Nike collabs. And yeah, again, these are only kind of for me and I will, you know, I will be sharing more information on that at a later date. But yeah, so it's been a jam-packed week for both of us. A lot of pickups, a lot of heat, a lot of staples, a lot of stuff I think we'll be wearing in a long time. But let's segue into the big news topics of the day. I think we should start with the Travis Mocha release. So let me hear from you. What have we uh, what have we heard there? Y
1: yeah, I mean the so the Mocha release, the reverse Mocha release was last week, and I unfortunately struck out very disappointed because I, I don't d I don't know if I've said it on here, but I, I know I definitely mentioned this in a video before that Travis OG mochas were my are still my favorite shoe that, in my personal collection so basically my favorite shoe ever and I wear that shoe a ton also I I was super lucky to get the fragment lows in uh, for retail by winning a raffle and I really just wanted this pair to complete the collection but uh, I struck out on it and What's shocking... But that wasn't shocking to me. I figured I would struck out on it. What What's shocking to me is like the resale prices for this shoe are well over a thousand uh, euros right now, which to me is surprising considering how much of a big decline we've seen in the sneaker market in general. Like really sneakers that you would think, you would, think would sell out for sure and have high resale, they've been sitting. So of course, I didn't think these would sit, but I also didn't think they would have well over a thousand euros worth of resale considering current sneaker climate so i did take an l um tried my best tried tons and tons of uh sneaker raffles every raffle possible entered multiple times in every raffle still Mm -hmm. struck out and uh but yeah i I mean i'm probably not gonna get them in the end like maybe a used pair down the line but there's no way i'm gonna be paying like a thousand for a shoe so um, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, I guess that's that's the news of the release. It was it was a big L for me, a big L for most people, and I know you also took an L. Actually, you didn't even wake up for the release, if I remember.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, I well, I was awake, but I I was taking a shower. Actually, <laughs> I had just <laughs> been to the gym and uh got back a little bit later than usual got back at 9 a.m was showering and i was like you know like oh this is gonna be such a good day got a great start everything feeling healthy feeling good made myself a nice shake afterwards a little protein shake with some greens with some berries and then i sit down at my desk and i look at my computer uh, i look at my phone and i'm like oh shit (laughs) the (laughs) nike sneakers draw i was like damn i knew there was something i knew there was something that i was missing. But, obviously, I'm not too bummed out. I think you're right in that it's the most wearable of the three colorways, I think, of the lows. But, anyone who knows me knows that I'm not a huge fan of the reverse swoosh. I think it's been done too much now by Travis. It's on every single one of his shoes. It's a bit boring. I do get it. He's done it, and so he can't go back from that now. Like, there's no way that he can release and the Air Jordan 1 without a reverse swoosh now, right? That just is his thing. But the more and more colorways we get, the, you know, it, it, it's just like okay, you're just changing the color blocking at this point, right? There's nothing new, there's nothing fresh. So, for me, yeah, not that bum that I didn't get them. It would have been like a cool W like, ah, huh, yeah, cool, got these." But yeah. Not a huge fan of them. Not a huge fan did of them. Did you see
1: the new colorway coming out?
0: Yeah. The the, that one's the one worse. that's releasing
1: in December? Yeah, I agree, man. In fact, I would say that's the worst out of the four so far.
0: Yep, you're right. I think it it's it almost looks wrong, you know, like the color blocking was done accidentally or something. It because usually Travis, I feel like, is a kind of guy who can wear shoes that have a bit of an unorthodox color blocking or, you know. When I see the fragments, I don't like that color blocking either. But when, when he wears them, I see like, okay, yeah, it fits him. Like, he can wear these. He can pull them off. And other people can as well. But the new ones, even when he was wearing them, I was like, Oof, I don't know about that, you know? Um, so, yeah, not, not, a, not a fan. But I, I don't think they're going to sit either. Like, when, whenever they do release, if they release, obviously a surefire sellout, surefire big resale win or loss, depending on if you have to buy them resale. But, yeah. Not, not for me.
1: Yeah, and wor- word of advice to anyone who took an L and is considering buying these for resale, I would personally suggest staying away from reselling platforms on this. Uh, the reason being, the original Jordan One lowe's OG mochas I think besides uh, the Jordan One Mocha is like the most heavily, um, like the most fake shoe found on StockX. Uh, I remember there was a story of a guy who sold 100 pairs of the OG lows to StockX, all 100 of them being fake and like he came back with like 86 of them or 90 of them actually passed verification. So <laughs> like there's there's just like a lot of fakes of that shoe around and same with this colorway, there's going to be a ton of fakes out there. So I would personally stay away from like any of the reselling platforms to get this. Stick with like trusted uh trusted sneaker resellers usually you can find them on instagram they have a lot of uh, people who have bought from them before who can vouch for them also sneaker reselling groups local groups in your area look for that um i would yeah just word of caution: stay away from the sneaker reselling platforms if you're going to be spending that amount of money that's just like a personal rule of thumb yeah, or uh, just but, don't
0: even just yeah. don't even pay resale, man. Like you see already that Travis is wearing a different colorway. There's going to be that's more true. in the future. There's going to be more releases that you like. That's what I kind of like that's my my attitude towards the whole thing. If I don't get a shoe, I don't go and buy it on resale unless I'm still thinking about that exact shoe maybe 6, 12 months later, right? Which is the case with me and the ISPA Road Warrior. That's a shoe that's been haunting me for the last however long right it's a shoe that I will eventually have to pay resale for but I'm gonna wait until I don't know I get a bonus at work or I flip another pair or sell you know five or six other older pairs Um, but anything new I'm like you know what I don't need this because I guarantee you in one two three weeks there's gonna be another pair that catches my eye and I'll have forgotten about the other pair so my advice would be don't even pay resale just wait for the next one or wait for another one that you like
1: you are a wise man, Fobs, because th- those <laughs> are that is that is some absolutely excellent advice out there. Listen to my man, Fobs. You don't need every shoe, guys, because you know what? Next weekend there's going to be twenty other pairs releasing. So yeah, facts. that's that's just uh, that yeah. Those, those that's that facts. Facts, Kellerman, as they say. Um, <laughs> so let's let's move on to a. Uh, Preview. So we got two big days that coming up on the sneaker calendar. First, let's start off. Should we start off with the with the worst of the two or the best of the two?
0: Let's start off with the best of the two because okay. it, I think if, if we're if we're thinking the same thing, then this one comes first anyway in the calendar.
1: Yes, it does. It does come first in the calendar. That is Yeezy Day. Typically happens on August the first, so that is this upcoming Monday. And um, I'm sure or maybe you guys haven't seen all of the potential rumored sneakers that will be releasing or re-retroing that day. Uh, Some of them include some of your favorite colorways of the 350, the 700 V2, the 500s, also some slides. and, um, And then there's also some new colorways that could potentially be dropping that day. But perhaps the shoe that everyone is looking at this is once again just rumors but apparently the legendary 350 v1 turtle dove might be seeing a release on this day yeezy mafia they haven't confirmed this they have however said in the past that the turtle doves will re-release so it's so i think people are probably just speculating that it'll happen on yeezy day but either way that, of course, would be the headliner of the day if it does, in fact, release. And definitely the one that I would want personally. Because, yeah, that, like that's one of the shoes that originally got me into sneakers in the first place that I'd never owned. So, yeah, definitely a dope, dope pair. Uh, besides that, uh, the other, I believe, a new colorway of a sneaker that we'll be releasing. So, there's this Yeezy 700 in high-res blue. That might be releasing it pretty much it's a it's a 700 v1 it pretty much looks like a smurf shoe if you have a look at it it's like this very bright shade of blue with some random hits of red at the bottom um it's for it's definitely for people who aren't scared of making a statement because these are some loud uh very very loud yeezys uh but besides uh, that have you seen that have you seen the colorway i'm talking about
0: I was just about to say it's super whack. Like, yeah. I I don't like any of this, like, high res, high viz. Like, they've had the orange one. They've had the red one. It's it's basically they're just taking the original um, foam runner, right? Like, uh, not foam runner, wave runner. They're taking the original wave runner, and then they're just playing with the, uh, what's it called on Photoshop, where they, like, change the grayscale or the color scale, and they're changing the contrast here, and they're making it red. They're making it blue. It just – that's what it looks like to me. That And I get it. It's a different colorway, right? Like you can't really say that it's the same thing. But it just looks like they're just – I don't know, being super lazy. Like, oh, let's make this super blue and then just throw in hints of like red here and black here. It doesn't really look good. It doesn't doesn't look good in the product photos. It doesn't look – I don't think it looks good on foot. I think the OG colorways, the earthy, the more like crystal-like colorways, inertia, all that kind of stuff, static, those that's for me those are easy colorways these crazy blues these crazy reds that's not easy i'm not a huge fan of what they've done on the v3 as well with that, the like the gradient kind of colorway there so yeah i'm going on a rant here but i just i just want to say that i'm a much bigger fan of the earthy tones the more kind of singular colorways rather than these kind of loud high res high viz yeezys that we've been seeing recently so for me this would be a definite drop
1: Oh, yeah. This this particular pair, I think, is one of the ugliest Yeezy's I've ever seen. However, I will say that sometimes Yeezy brand does do bright colors really well. Uh, A perfect example of this, I think, is on the foam runners. The bright colors do look really good on that model. And I really like what they've done with, you know, some of these foam runners have like all these splashes of different colors on them. Like there was like the sand gray pair, which was had like a brown base with like some pink streaks on it, which I thought was really interesting looking. And there's also this un, like another upcoming colorway, which also, by the way, my drop on Yeezy Day, it's like a black, predominantly black foam runner. And it has like streaks of yellow. It kind of looks like the is on fire. And I think that, I think like when Yeezy Brand does interesting things like that, I think it looks good. But yeah, when they're just like, okay, we're gonna make an all-over blue shoe and make it as blue as possible, without putting much effort into it, yeah, that's when it, that's when it flops for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think what you said with the Turtle Dove, I think that's probably the most anticipated re-release. Whether it happens or not, like, is unconfirmed. Obviously, all of these are rumors that you know various sites, various leak accounts have drip fed us over the last few weeks what is confirmed though is that there will be a yeezy day as there has been in the past and it's pretty much just a bunch of shoes either dropping for the first time re-releasing for the first time or re-releasing for the 500th time and in the past it's been like up to 20 30 different pairs of shoes so it's basically a feeding frenzy for yeezy fans i don't know how it was last year but i think pretty much every hour every couple hours or something there's slots where sneakers will be releasing one or two pairs each and you can basically just take your pick and sit there the whole day and try and cop sneakers which on the one hand is kind of cool but on the other hand do you really want to sit in front of your computer or in front of your phone the whole day I mean maybe some of us are already doing that so why not do that whilst copying some sneakers I mean, if that's your if, if that's your idea of a fun day, then do it. It is a Monday, so maybe you can do it whilst you're working and kind of get paid to do it as well, um, if you can get away with it in home office. I would not recommend that, of course. Do your work, go to school, all that kind of stuff. Um, no, but I, I think it's it, it's a cool thing for people because it it works better than some of the other sneaker days. And we'll get into this in a little bit, but I think that the fact that this lives on Yeezy supply and lives on Adidas confirmed, and it's very clear what is dropping when, and you can sign up and there's, you know, 30 minutes, 15 minutes to sign up for the shoes and and there's raffles. That's for me, like a nice structured way so that if there's one or two pairs that you want, you can say, okay, these are dropping then and then. So I'm going to, you know, only be on my phone then rather than having to stick, you know stay on your phone the entire day just hoping for a notification or hoping for something to happen so yeah like we said at the beginning Yeezy easy day is definitely our favorite of the two sneaker days we will be talking about today um shall we talk about the second one the, the less yeah, of course. liked version yeah
1: and that is of course nike's i guess response to this which is sneakers day uh so On August the 8th, we're going to be celebrating the 5th year anniversary of the Sneakers app. And as every year, not a whole lot of info. We've gotten, so far, the only shoe that is guaranteed to release on this day is supposedly this Air Force One uh, Sneakers Day. Essentially, that's what it's called, the Air Force One Sneakers Day, which, eh, it's a pretty... um, yeah, not so interesting of a shoe. It's just basically a white colorway with a brown swoosh. Um, so that will be inter- that will be releasing on that day, guaranteed. Besides that, we have no idea. And if last year was any indication, you do remember last year? Basically, there was like throughout the day, there was like these game shows going on. There was like a Jenga contest, if I remember correctly. And there was like a whole bunch of quizzes With the people in the audience, but like as a viewer, it was pretty boring to watch all of that. We were just waiting for the sneakers to drop, and eventually, the only significant sneaker that ended up dropping that day was at the very end of the day, the Lightning Force had a shock drop. Um, But besides that, there was nothing else that happened on that day, it was a pretty, pretty underwhelming day, and honestly. I predict exactly the same. This year, I feel like we get hoodwinked by this Sneakers Day thing every year. And every year, it seems to be more and more disappointing. So I'm not expecting a whole lot for Sneakers Day. I don't really care much for it. If they do shock drop something, great. I would love to have a second chance at the Travis One Mochas. That would be amazing. Or just give me exclusive access. Come on, Nike. You, know, you guys know how much I want that pair. If that happens, Great. Otherwise, I don't personally care much for it, nor nor do I expect any... I I don't even expect it to be anywhere near as good as Yeezy Day.
0: Yeah, I think Nike in the early days, they gamified a lot of it, right? So in the beginning... You would have to look or hunt for Easter eggs on the app. You had to scratch things off. You had to, you know, find images that you could scratch and then you got like this special tag and with the tag you unlocked a release and then you could buy the release, blah, blah, blah. And that was cool because it was like an Easter egg hunt, right? It was, you, you were like looking for little clues. People were like talking about this in forums, on Discord, whatever. But oh, then came a couple of like, really bad nike sneakers days where i don't know people were left pretty disappointed with what happened it wasn't gamified there wasn't really community aspect to it either probably because of covid and last year they tried to really vamp up this community aspect get people involved And, you know, on the one hand, it felt a little bit like they were just trying to get engagement uh, metrics up on their app. But on the other hand, I mean, they did put a lot of thought and effort into it. So I I do respect that and I appreciate it. But I think at the end of the day, and Nike knows this, people just want the product, right? Like nobody is going to participate in Nike Air Max Day or Nike Sneakers Day or even Yeezy Day if there's no sneaker to be won or unlocked or bought you're not going to be playing these quizzes just to play them. And so I think knowing that they need to bring a little bit more structure into how they release these shoes, what, commu- what information they communicate to the users and to the consumers, because I, for one, am not going to sit on my phone for eight hours, nine hours in a row and just have the stream open just in case something happens or just in case I get exclusive access. I would much rather know, okay at 1 p.m., at 4 p.m., and at 7 p.m., UK time or Europe time, whatever, local time, there will be uh, releases, and in the hour leading up to it, you have to hunt for something in the app or you have to engage with the video or something like that. If it's structured like that and you know something's coming, I'm much more likely to engage and engage you know, in a more authentic way and and really get into it and, and have fun because then I know, okay, they gave us information. It wasn't just who could hack the app or who was just lucky but it was like okay you kind of had to earn the right to buy a pair of shoes um so that's kind of what i would wish a little bit more from nike whether they do that or not i mean remains to be seen that uh, nike sneakers day is on the 8th of august so 0808 um i'll check it out for a little bit on the day see what's going on but like i said i'm not going to be glued to my phone expecting something to happen because most of the time i'm not going to get exclusive access i'm not going to win these draws so yeah it's just all a little bit too random and and chancy for me
1: yeah i I agree like if i've wasted so many august 8ths in the past just staying at home you know hoping to hoping for some magical Tweet or notification from from the app, and it just never ends up happening, so not gonna make that mistake this time. I'm gonna go about my day, not gonna be glued to my phone, and yeah, because yeah, sneakers day is sneakers day just ain't it, but let's move on to uh so we got a Jordan preview of fall twenty twenty two and typically, I always look at these previews of all the sneakers coming out, and I'm just like, man, eh, whatever it's the same old, same old. I will say, however jordan brand even though of course like the hype on jordans have been kind of slowly dying out a little bit over the last couple of years i will say the fall 2022 preview does have some bangers especially if you are into ones or fours and also there's there's some pretty decent threes arriving speaking of which the jordan three i believe it's called, not the Cardinal Red, the Fire Red. The Fire Red 3s are going to be dropping, which a lot of people, it's its like a lot of people's favorite 3 colorway ever. And that will be re-releasing uh, in the fall time. And uh, probably the shoe, I don't even know what the official name of this is. I think it's called the Black Canvas. There's a Jordan 4 Black Canvas, which to me looks almost identical to those legendary m M&M 4s basically an all black upper with some hits of gray on the what are those called the tassels or the waffles of the jordan fours that that colorway for me is probably the standout of the entire fall 2022 collection very wearable pair of fours and the one that i was honestly very disappointed by are those purple suede jordan fours so once again, man, what the hell is the name of this? I don't even know the name. It's but. the
0: Canyon, the Canyon Purple Force. And actually, I'm surprised because these are probably my favorite of the entire, uh, entire um, fall release.
1: Oh, really? Okay, so I'll tell you why they're a bit disappointing for me. So typically, like you tell me that there's a Purple Force coming out, and I'm going to be all over it, right? Because I like for me a Grail pair are those. Friends and Family, Travis Scott 4s. Those purple ones. I love that pair and I wish wish one day I might be able to get one, but probably not. But anyways, this purple pair got announced. So a couple of things that I am disappointed by. First of all, it's a woman's only release, so likely they won't even make them in my size. And B, this is the first time I'm saying this about suede. It's almost too shaggy looking. Like the suede is almost like it's way too hairy for me i don't know if you agree or not like there's like you know there's levels to like shaggy suede and like whatever you can call it hairy suede shaggy suede this particular pair i feel like the suede is almost too like nah, hairy looking I,
0: I would i would disagree here i would say that there it's probably just as hairy as the um Levi's New Balance 990s and the first colorway of the Teddy Santis General Release pack. I would say there's it's not any hairier or shaggier than those and those were okay in my opinion. And with this colorway, I think it's what makes the colorway so great because a gray nubuck or a gray suede that isn't hairy, like a smooth suede or a smooth leather in gray, it's just... It doesn't feel right. And the hairiness here gives it a bit of a texture that's different and interesting. It almost reminds me of the Cause Air Jordan 4s. Those were super hairy suede as well in that black and the gray. And these are just a purple version of that without the, obviously, without the Cause um, branding and logos. But, yeah, I honestly, these are... I love these. I I don't even know what to say. I love the black on the purple. I love the hits of that, like, mint green with the speckles and then that orange jump man on the tongue. It's almost like – it reminds me almost of, like, a Halloween, Halloween Jordan. And I don't know. I feel like purple on the one hand is so hard to to match with different uh, pieces, right, with, like, clothing and pants. But – this shade of purple is I mean I, I know I'm just gushing right now but man I really really like these I think these are dope
1: okay all right so definitely it's it's clearly a like it or or hate it type of shoe I'm not I'm not gonna even gonna say I hate it I like I it's still a purple Jordan 4 so it's fire to me I don't like the green and I don't like the speckle on the green like I wish it was just like a you know gray color over there instead of That mint green, I feel it like it just doesn't go with the purple. But anyways, like if you love it, you love it. I feel like this is a shoe you either... I'm just looking at the comments of the the shoe on this Instagram post. And the comments are just like you and me. Some of them love it. Some of them hate it. So I think it's just that kind of shoe. The other interesting shoe from this uh, fall 2022 has to be these... I believe it's called the... I don't know if this is the official name, but the Yellow Toe Jordan 1s. So these look very similar to the shattered backboard ones. From, 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 from the shade of yellow, it's almost orange in a way. And it's the exact same color blocking as the shattered backboard. You know, the yellow on the toe, black on the mud guard. And it's a very, very, very nice colorway, I think. And it's definitely, if, if we were still in like, let's say 2019 or 2018, when Jordan 1 hype was just at a unprecedented level, like this colorway would be selling for five hundred minimum. Like it's that nice of a colorway; it's very very clean. So that those that's yeah. another standout for me. What, what what standouts? What stands out for you from this collection?
0: I mean, obviously, you've got the OG Air Chicago uh, Air Jordan Two Chicago's, which are dropping in October at some point. Those are. Mm. Obviously not my favorite silhouette, but I think the Twos have had a moment with some of the collaborations, and now finally the OG Chicago colorway is dropping, and it's a fire—it's a fire colorway. Chicago always works. Then you've got the Dark Iris Air Jordan Threes, which are basically the fire reds but with purple accents instead of red. And I feel like if you like the purple or if you like purple on Jordans, these are probably for you. I don't know if you've seen these, but these are supposed to drop end of August, August 24th. These are very nice. And then you you mentioned the yellow toe ones. There's actually quite a lot of yellow in this fall release. You've got the Air Jordan 14 gingers, which is basically just this nubuck yellow upper colorway. You've got the Air Jordan eight taxi, which is a predominantly black leather colorway with yellow hits which is super nice as well. And then I believe there's one more yellow pair that's supposed to be releasing. Let me just find it. I think it's the... Yeah, it's the Air Jordan 7 Retro Citrus, which also has hits of yellow. So it seems like they've... Jordan brand has taken a couple of colors, whether that's purple, yellow, or red, and kind of just fed it through the fall release which is quite nice to see because then you know you can pick up a bunch of different silhouettes and it's all the same theme it's all from the same release yeah there's there's a lot of fire here i think maybe not maybe not something for everyone or no what i want to say is maybe you're not going to cop all of them, but there's definitely something for everyone, right? Like, there's definitely the Jordan 2s, the Jordan 3s, the Jordan 4s. There's 11s coming. There's obviously the Chicago 1s coming as well at the end of the year, which I think are going to be a holiday release, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff here.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, it's a pretty strong, very strong um, calendar. Oh, sorry, very strong quarter for Jordan brand and we haven't even mentioned the jewel of Jordan brand this year which is going to be of course the re-release of the Jordan 1 Chicago's supposedly coming in late October cool all right so let's let's move on to the upcoming drops so there's not too much heat dropping in the next uh, in the next little bit but there is definitely some nice stuff so, so coming today so the day you're listening to this the Union Cortez dropping in two colorways i know fobs you said you're definitely going to be copying that blue and gray colorway um what do you think about do you think that that blue and gray colorway was the best out of the four that released so far
0: yeah 100 percent. i think it goes blue and gray as number one then you've got the kind of tan pink one from the first drop is number two and then and then the other two colorways are distant third and fourth. I think the black pair or the predominantly black pair is probably third. And then that yellowish pair is probably fourth. But those are, I don't know about the color blocking in those. They're pretty, I don't, I don't want to say bad, but just like the colors clash. So yeah, definitely blue and pink for me, top two. The rest, very, very distant third and fourth. Um, I've already paid for them, so I have them. I'm not even going to pick them up. I have picked them up. Um, And I don't know if a lot of people will, though, because the first pair, the first colorway sat, right? So I'm expecting the same to happen with the second. But we talked about this in the last episode. That's actually quite nice, right? Because now you can go into stores, you can go online, and you can get these kind of quote-unquote hyped releases for retail a couple weeks afterwards, which is refreshing. And I love that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty dope. It's pretty dope knowing like, okay, I'm going to be able to get the shoe. And, and speaking of a shoe that I really, really like, but I probably won't get because I have a shoe that's very similar looking, that is the Jordan 1 Low UNC, the Jordan 1 Low OG UNC. So it is one of those OG Jordan 1 Lows. And uh, it's coming in this colorway that a lot of people will say looks very similar to the Fragment Lows. It just has blue at the back. You got the black toe and the black swoosh. Super clean, ultra clean colorway one of the nicest i would say jordan one low colorways to drop and this one too i'm looking at resale prices right now they're very very low so i'm expecting these maybe not to sit but they won't be going even if they sell out i don't see them going for maybe like 10 or 20 above above retail so which is pretty nice man such a nice pair such a nice summertime pair getting it for this cheap i think is great uh what what else next we got the new balance scarlet red so this is also part of that teddy santis uh teddy santis release there's going to be a v2 990 as well as a 990 v3 which i already picked up and this colorway it's for those of you who like red colored shoes because it's not it's it's not like the previous colorways we've seen so far from this teddy santis release a lot of them are super clean and neutral this one, this one is pretty, pretty loud, so uh, watch out for that on July the 28th, which is, once again, the day you're listening to this pod. Uh, this is, uh, today is actually probably the biggest sneaker release date for the next two weeks, because there's not a whole lot of heat dropping after, after today, at least for the next little while, besides Yeezy Day and Sneakers Day, of course. But, um, but yeah, maybe you want to go through the next few
0: Yeah, so on July 28th, you've got the Nike Air Max 95 Anatomy of Air, which isn't really the most hyped. I haven't seen it on a lot of Instagram posts. I haven't seen it on a lot of uh, sneaker news websites. But this pair is actually super underrated, super nice. It reminds me a lot of the Bacon Nike Air Max 90. Um, The inspiration for this pair is kind of the anatomy of a human being and the muscles and the ligaments and the fibers. So it's got this really nice pink, nude, red flesh tone on the panels of the Nike Air Max 95. So 95 fans, check it out. Definitely a nice underrated general release that probably not a lot of people will pick up. Then on July 29th, you've got the Nike Air Jordan 8 Taxi, which we just talked about, part of the fall release calendar. Although July technically is still summer, then on July 29th also the Bodega Solomon X Mission 4 Suede, not your usual Solomon color, uh not your usual Solomon sneaker silhouette, but a very very nice colorway Bodega as you know from the New Balance collaborations and some of their other collaborations are big fans of, you know, Vivid shades and they've done the same here on the Solomon obviously black is predominant but you've got hits of purple hits of other colors on there as well and Definitely one for the Solomon fans definitely one for the outdoor gorpcore core crew or crowd and then on July 30th We've got the Nike Air Jordan 3 desert elephant, which I have to admit isn't really my favorite I think there's better threes coming out, but it has the you know elephant print, it's got some browns, it's got some grays, some blacks. So anyone who's into that kind of like earthy tone and is a big threes fan, those are dropping on July 30th. And then of course, as Josh said, there's gonna be a lot of Yeezy releases coming around August 1st, August 2nd, depending on your time zone. And yeah, August 8th, which I think will be before our next episode, is Nike Sneakers Day. We'll probably do a full review next time around and see how or what went down and how how it happened, what we felt or what what we thought of everything, and there's going to be probably a couple of releases on that day as well.
1: Yo, and that's it, man. Thank you guys once again for listening all the way through. Especially if you made it to this far in the pod, you guys are the real ones. So appreciate all of you guys. And yeah, I'm signing off. We will definitely see you guys in the next pod. Until then, peace.
0: Peace, guys. Thanks for listening. Please, please, please hit us with those reviews on Apple Music and or Apple Podcasts and give us the five-star review on Spotify. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you.